Welcome back to the Nerdy Merc, where you will find all things comic books, culture, current events, and the like. This is Jeff, and I am the Nerdy Merc. Like the podcast, subscribe, make sure you leave a five-star review. Mr. McCabe, yesterday on MSNBC, Ben Rhodes, the former Deputy National Security Advisor to President Obama, said that foreign leaders are already having conversations with Joe Biden, quote, talking about the agenda they're going to pursue January 20th. Mr. McCabe, based on that testimony, do you believe Joe Biden is violating the Logan Act? Now, let me just step in right here and tell you what the Logan Act is. Now, this is from Wikipedia, so I just went real fast search. It's a United States federal law enacted January 30th, 1799, FYI, and has never once been used. It's a United States federal law that criminalizes negotiation by unauthorized American citizens with foreign governments having a dispute with the United States. The intent behind the act is to prevent unauthorized negotiations from undermining the government's position. Now let's talk a little bit about when the Logan Act might have successfully been used or at least was appropriate. How about when John Kerry admits to meeting with Iranian officials over nuclear deal? Now, John Kerry was the former Secretary, Secretary of State, former Democrat uh, nominee for President of the United States that ran against uh, George Bush Jr. in 2004. And in a completely unofficial capacity, decided that he was going to meet with top Iranian officials in hopes of salvaging the scrapped nuclear deal that was scrapped by President Trump. Now, tell me, tell me, does that sound like undermining the, the official position of the United States government? Hmm, sounds like it to me. What about when Jane Fonda met with the uh, NVA, uh, with North Vietnamese Army uh, leaders and soldiers posed on top of howitzers? And or not howitzers posed on top of of artillery uh, uh, guns and completely undermined the morale of the United States and completely undermined the mission of the United States. Now, I will be full. Let me be fully clear. Most of the rumors surrounding Jane Fonda are not true. The whole thing about her handing over. POW uh, 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 social security numbers to the NVA prison guards and getting the POWs beaten and one man killed. Absolutely not true. Did not happen at all. Jane Fonda did meet with, with several POWs for quite some time. I think like a couple of hours, you know, had plenty of time to memorize some social security numbers or some names. Uh, never once turned anyone over. And even the people that are mentioned by name in the whole slam piece against Jane Fonda regarding her, her, the treatment of the POWs have come out and said, uh, we have no idea what, what they're talking about. This did not happen. Actual POWs that were there. Uh, some did meet with her, some didn't, but all of them are like, uh, yeah, that's not what happened. So, but to be clear, she did go over to North Vietnam and fraternized with, an enemy of the United States. Does that sound like it violates the Logan Act? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be applied. Obviously, 50-something years later, it's not going to, but it could be. Now, what about when uh, General Michael Flynn, who was the incoming uh, Director of National Security, I believe I have that right, for the President Trump administration? What about when Director of National Security... Sounds to me like they actually have some, you know, some need to speak with foreign government officials. And he uh, 
the FBI completely set him up. I mean, this is very common. There's nothing against uh, incoming administrations. I mean, it's very common for incoming administrations to meet and speak with with foreign officials. Yet when General Michael Flynn did that as the incoming director of national security under the Trump administration, he, Joe Biden himself, come to find out, actually floated around the idea of using the Logan Act to prosecute him. And and we all know how that story ended up. He was um, uh, then... Now, the FBI already... <laughs> You know what? That is a long conversation. I don't have time to go into. But yeah, his life was completely ruined over this, uh, all in an effort to undermine the Trump administration by the previous administration uh, with James Comey, um, Susan Rice, Joe Biden, and uh, uh, Barack Obama all in the room where it happened. Yeah. So anyway, back to Ted Cruz. This is him uh, interrogating, uh, questioning um, uh, uh, oh, McCabe, McCabe, John, John, John McCabe. I think that's right. John McCabe. Now, John McCabe, oh, wait, wait a minute. Not, not, not John McCabe, Andrew McCabe. Jeez Christ. Okay. John Kerry on the mind. So Andrew McCabe is, um, he's, he served as the deputy director of the Federal Bureau of Investigation, uh, he worked directly for James Comey, who was the director of the Federal Bureau of, Federal Bureau of Investigation. And Ted Cruz has some interesting insights here. Um, apparently, one of these guys is lying uh, to Congress. Yeah, so let's go ahead and continue on. I'm not aware of Ben Rhodes' statements or 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 take it on faith. He said what I re- read. Assuming he's that quote is accurate, and it's a verbatim quote. Is that a violation of the Logan Act under any plausible theory? I am not prepared to take your statement on faith. Translation: He doesn't want to answer the question. That's all. Because Ted Cruz even said, "Okay, let's say hypothetically this actually was said. Is Joe Vi- is Joe Biden violating the Logan Act? You know." And I am also not prepared to conduct legal analysis. All right, you're a lawyer. Have you ever answered a hypothetical in court? If it is correct that I am accurately quoting it, something the Department of Justice frequently did wrong in in, in this investigation, if that is what Ben Rhodes said, if Joe Biden is talking with foreign leaders right now, does it violate the Logan Act, yes or no? I'm not going to opine on a hypothetical question about what the Biden okay. campaign He is talking with like foreign that. leaders, and it doesn't violate the Logan Act because the Logan Act is unconstitutional, which is why it's never been used to prosecute anyone. You authorized using it to go after General Flynn as part of a political persecution. I can give you the answer. Hell no, Joe Biden is not violating the Logan Act. The reason you won't say it is because that was your flimsy political basis to go after a decorated war hero because you disagreed with politically with President Trump. I got to say, I love hearing Ted Cruz uh, interrogate. You know what? We'll call it interrogation. That's what that was. I love, love hearing, hearing Ted Cruz do that. Now, McCabe, he's kind of a slippery character. He's right up there with Peter Strzok, who was the lawyer that, um, um, that falsified or was he directly involved with? The, yeah, he was. He was directly involved with the falsification of the FISA court warrant applications. Um, I mean, yeah, that's these. These are shady dudes. The FBI 
fidelity, bravery, and integrity. Yeah, they they're just. I don't even think they qualify. You know, I don't even think the B applies at this point. Now, don't get me wrong. There are good people working at the FBI. I happen to know one. Uh, the guy I went to school with at Ivy Tech. Uh, and went on to do great things. He is currently working as an FBI agent. He's also uh, a um, either reservist or National Guard U.S. Army officer. But yeah, he's he's working as uh, as a FBI agent. He's a solid dude. I would trust that dude with my life. The higher ups at the FBI, I wouldn't trust them as far as I can throw them. They have completely sullied the reputation of the FBI. The FBI worked very hard once J. Edgar Hoover was out of office to become the rock-solid and legitimized law enforcement agency in the United States. And James Comey, Andrew McKay, Peter Strzok, Lisa, 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 oh, I can't remember her last name, uh, all lawyers that have completely tarnished the reputation of the FBI. And they, and you know how they get rewarded? Uh, they get rewarded with book deals. They get rewarded with uh, with uh, um, uh, employment at news agencies. Yeah. So apparently, the message, or the lesson to be learned about all this is: Hey, we can do whatever we want, regardless of the law, and we won't be punished. In fact, we will be rewarded. It's kind of a screwed up message it's sending to America. So yeah, more to follow on this because Ted Cruz later on pointed out. That uh, between John Comey's testimony, now remember, John Comey was Andrew McCabe's boss. Between John Comey's testimony and Andrew McCabe's testimony, direct testimony to Congress, there's an inconsistency. I mean, one of them two is lying. Uh, I don't remember. It, it was basically John Comey said, if I remember correctly, he did not order Andrew McCabe to do something. And off the top of my head, I don't remember what that something was. And Andrew McCabe has come out and said, uh, yes, uh, James Comey. Jesus. I am screwing up names today. James Comey. Andrew McCabe has come out and said and, and has told uh, the uh, Ted Cruz and, and, and the Senate that James Comey did tell him to, to do this thing, that all, all everything he did was on James Comey's orders. So someone's going to fall on a sword here because if you recall, Roger Stone was... Uh, was convicted of perjury to the United States Congress when in his testimony and and it wasn't even over a subject that was serious. This is serious. This is the trust of the American people. If we can't trust the people that are holding the badges and her sworn to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States and are sworn to protect society and, I mean, for crying out loud, FBI stands for Fidelity, Bravery, and Integrity. If you can automatically just throw out two of those letters, you know, Fidelity, who, who, who are they faithful to? Not the American people if they have no integrity. You know, I mean, I haven't even seen the FBI be brave on anything lately. Um, again, this is not a knock on all FBI agents. I'm sure mo- many, if not most, of the rank and file agents are good people that just want to make a difference. But your bosses are crappy people and that needs to get fixed. That is the swamp 
that President Trump is trying to drain, has tried to drain for four years. Now, keep in mind, these, these, these directors, these heads of these three-letter agencies, they're, they're almost uh, beholden to no one. They have their own agendas. Uh, you know what? We're going to go into a little bit of a lesson here. So you have the three branches of the United States government. You have the, the, the legislative, the executive, and the judicial. Yeah, a little bit of a civics lesson here. There's a separation of those powers for a reason. So back starting, uh, oh, it was early. It was early. It was about 100 years ago. They started developing these three-letter agencies, or the precursors to them anyway. And these, over the course of years and years and years, now these agencies were, were created by Congress, and they were imbued with the power of the executive. So you, you basically have two branches of law enforcement right there. Okay. Um, they, 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 over the course of, of, of the decades, they have been enabled to write their own policy, which becomes law. These agencies, the FBI, ATF, the Bureau of Indian Affairs, DHS, um, name your name one. There's, there's over 160,000 federal agents with law, uh, with badges, and there's no constitutional authority for them. Just to put it in perspective, there are fewer United States Marines. Then there are federal law enforcement agencies, again, with no constitutional authority. Now, through a bastardization of the Commerce Clause, they have usurped authority. Well, with the, with the assistance of Congress and the approval of Congress. So they are blessed by Congress to act with the power of the executive and the routine the routine ignoring of these agencies by the courts have essentially given them the power of all three branches of government tied up into one with one person running them, one person that is not elected, that cannot be replaced by you or me, the voters, um, in many cases can't even be fired by the president, and in some cases, when, when these agencies violate our civil rights, they can't even be sued by us, the people. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that Thomas Jefferson is rolling over into his grave. It's, it's insane. You want an example? Okay. How about when, uh, you remember the Las Vegas shooting? I think that was 2017. That sounds right. The... Um, uh, and all of a sudden, boom, there's a ban on bump stocks. Well, how did that happen? Did Congress actually write a law banning bump stocks? No, they didn't. There was no law on that. What happened was President Trump went to the ATF and said, hey, I'd like, to, I'd like you to look into uh, redefining uh, uh, what a machine gun is to include bump stocks. That was it. ATF rewrote the statute, which became law at the request of the president. Now, you say, well, Jeff, you know, they just, you know, they, they made it uh, to where y y you basically have to go through the same process that you would to get a machine gun, which FYI, they're not illegal. The value of them is insanely high because Congress cut off the amount of them, limited the amount of them in 1986, but that's a whole nother story. 
uh, and any that anything and any of them that are manufactured after 1986 um, are not available for public consumption. Meaning, no matter what hoops we jump through, the average civilian cannot own a a a a firearm classify uh, a machine gun. Uh, you know, which means, you know, one pull of the trigger, multiple rounds fire. That was manufactured after 1986. Hmm. So when did bump stocks uh, first hit the market? It was after 1986. So with the stroke of a pen, the ATF made all bump stocks illegal. You can't even go through the NFA process and, you know, pay your $200 tax stamp to own one. You have to now destroy your once legally owned property, assuming you own bump stocks. And I'm not, and I'm not trying to pitch bump stocks here. Bump stocks are a dumb invention. They're kind of like a novice thing. It's a waste of money, really, in my opinion. But because of this, you can't even now own one. Like if you previously owned one with the stroke of a pen, you became an outlaw if you decide, no, this is my property. I paid for it. You know, you can go you know, kiss off federal government. Well, if you're caught with one, now you're at risk of of spending 10 years in federal prison and facing a $250,000 fine because you were made a criminal at the stroke of a pen by a three letter agency that has all three powers of the, of the, or all of the, the powers of all three branches of the government focused into one with a director that you cannot fire, replace, and often has their own agendas. And I'm not knocking the ATF. Most of the people in the ATF, they do good work. They try to do good work, just like in the FBI. But those are powers that were not ever intended to be focused into one, one, one group, one organization, one branch. You get what I'm saying? That was never intended to be. And then the F, uh, the FBI NICS section. So let's say you go try to buy a gun from a dealer and you are denied. The Congress has fully defunded the NICS appeal section, if I have that correctly, which means that you can sue them, but there's no one there to take your complaint. There's no one there to answer. Thomas Paine said it best. A long habit of not thinking a thing wrong gives it a superficial appearance of being right and raises, at first, a formidable outcry in defensive custom. Just because this is the way it's been done for most of our lives doesn't mean it's the right way to do it, and I think things need to change. Well, that's the end of this segment. If you have a question, comment, or suggestion, give me a call, 317-978-NERD. That's 317-978-6373. Find me on all the social medias or go to the website, www.nerdymerc.com. Make sure you stick around for the next segment and thank you for listening.